I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence, and you're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Yashwant Loda, co-founder of Pay Nearby in India. Let's begin, Yashwant, if you could describe briefly what Pay Nearby is and what it does. Pay Nearby aims to be the world's largest branchless banking network. What we have done in India, which is our base country of operations, is we have tied up with neighborhood stores, mom and pop stores, to bring a small ticket financial services to the doorstep of the last mile. So instead of people going to financial services outlets like banks or insurers or you know mutual funds, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, we have brought this technology to the nearest possible point of service for any given consumer. We now are present in about two thirds of India in terms of pin codes or zip codes, as maybe more. And we cater to about 30 million unique customers every month who avail of any of our 20 services ranging from depositing money into a bank account, withdrawing money, sending money to someone, recharging their phone, buying an insurance. You know, basic financial services that are taken for a given by most of the listeners of this podcast are not available to more than 80% of the country. That is the services that we intend to provide to these guys. And we do it in an assisted model where the customer himself does not operate technology or an app, but takes the assistance of the nearby retailer, who we call digital pradhans, in in the sense, which is a Hindi term for digital council lead, so to say, village council lead or something like that. They are the ones who we train, acquire, mentor, guide on providing these services so that it becomes distributable at scale. Otherwise, catering to 30 million consumers every month to the segment that we cater to will become very, very difficult. We process about 700 million worth of transactions every month and are going great. I think we are the largest in India and probably soon will be largest in the world. Okay, I guess what you're describing is a digital strategy, a hybrid between a digital and a physical strategy. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, Robin. Digital holds a very key role in the Indian context. India as a country, right, uh, taking a step back from financial services, uh, India as a country of contrasts. Indians are very welcoming, very hospitable, and therefore trust people very easily. On the other hand, we don't trust people. We are very <laughs> suspicious of people that way, right? Take financial services, right? Take an insurance, for example, or even take, you know, bank account operations. I am a less educated Indian earning small amount of money, not the top 20% of India, but the rest 80%, whether in urban areas or in rural areas, I'm making low wages, I have less education, and therefore I already have less understanding of financial services, which means I need guidance. As Indians, we are not very trusting people, right? So we, we will not willing, we are not willing to test and trust anyone or other, right? So for example, if I myself will go stand in a rural area in India and try and sell these financial services, it will not work. But the retailer who's there for about 20 years operating that store probably sells him the stuff that he needs daily. Most probably even gives him credit on a day-to-day transaction and gives him suggestions, substitutes. Brother, this is something new that has come. You take it. If you don't like it, return it to me. No problem. That guy already is a, you know, a trustworthy person there. In India, for anything to succeed, especially where commerce money is involved, Dispensation of trust is important. Apps don't always inspire trust. Hence, people go for expensive branding strategies, get stars to endorse them and so on. We have decided to take the local superstars, the retailers, 
and make them our brand ambassadors service delivery points uh, grievance redressal points all in one superstars to deliver our services so what's the role of technology in reaching the last mile then because what you're describing is using somebody who is already a trusted agent so india has about 20 million retail stores and yet financial services take any financial metric that you want india 80% of india does not have it any financial metric that you want barring the bank accounts which has grown in the last 5 6 years so the trusted agents are always there but the services still have not reached and that is where technology comes in right so while the trust is not brought in by the technology the trust is brought in by the local agent but technology enables creation of small ticket financial services for example a 1 dollar fixed deposit it is just not viable for a bank to offer it from its bank branch which will probably be anywhere between 30 to 50 miles or kilometers from where that person usually resides he will end up spending 1 dollar to travel to the bank branch forget saving that 1 dollar technology enables offering sachetized products uh, because it reduces the cost technology enables us to give a mobile app to these local agents retail stores who can offer all these 20 services from one app instead of having 20 different forms and 20 different outlets technology enables us to provide digital training modules to our half a million active retailers spread across 18000 of the 27000 pin codes that india has it is just not possible to travel and train half a million retailers so technology enables everything else even trust is dispensed in us so the agents or the retailers trust us because of the quality of technology that we have obviously there are certain payment mechanisms already in place in india what's the strategy for unlocking barat pretty much every company in the world which says we will build for the next billion is trying to unlock bharat for the rest of your audience who may not be well aware with bharat bharat is a term that the world uses for the lower income group of india the rural india the less included india if i were to say so so the strategy for anyone who wants to reach out to bharat right my friends my competitors anyone who's not in space in india but wants to join in we have three core tenets right you need to be cost efficient india is a price sensitive country expensive things have a very very niche market number one number two it has to be trustworthy and visible people don't trust names that nobody knows about so you have to be visible so as an organization which is near bootstrap we have chosen the retailers that are all proxy to be visible so the customer knows the retailer the retailer knows us two things third thing is educate 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 people do not know enough and if we don't educate enough people people fall in the trap of fraudsters which further reduces the trust making education difficult and creates a vicious loop so three key things keep it affordable keep it available and educate people bring in trust otherwise it is not going to happen all right well we're talking about taking digital banking to effectively the rural population in india what's the stance of banks versus fintechs on this competition or collaboration i think at least in india right banks have done what they have done in 70 years of independence we have dispersed literally billions of dollars of credit brought so many people into the service of financial inclusion and have now created an ecosystem where 
the world's largest cash transfer program runs successfully even in the pandemic we were able to transfer money reached the right people because the government and banks both have worked together to create a digital infrastructure in india it is not just a private driven enterprise and fintechs have in the recent past added a lot of value in terms of simplifying this user journey driving technology as the core fabric of financial services and not as an afterthought which a lot of the banks have had in the past so in the last few years india has seen a lot of collaboration between banks and fintechs primarily because fintechs are not directly regulated by agencies in the country and are ride typically on banking licenses my view is today banks and fintechs are collaborators in my mind forever forever comes with the caveat that both of them have to continue to bring something to the table and both of them have to leverage their own core competencies otherwise beyond the point what happens just like any other partnership if both of them are not contributing to it one will try to eat up the other so you will see banks trying to take up the fintech space by revamping their own customer journey fintechs trying to take up the bank space by trying to become regulated and so on but that's a long way to go i truly believe that will be an era of collaboration where both of them will keep evolving their core competencies yashwant loader co-founder of pay nearby thank you very much